everybody. How's it going? Uh, first night here, opening night, episode one, um, 701 Nation. I got my guest on here, Tyson Schwab. How you doing, Tyson? Doing good. How you doing? Doing great, buddy. Doing great. Hey, Josh Patterson. He's got comments here. What's up, Josh? Appreciate you. Appreciate you clicking in here, bud. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I got this on the screen here, Tyson. So just give me a second to. Uh, we got a pick. We got a picture right up here. If you're watching live, that's Tyson and his wife, uh, Melanie. Got what? What? Once you get that buck right there, Tyson. What? What year was that? That was probably five or six years ago. That was her first buck ever. Awesome. Oh, hey, that's that's great for a first buck right there. Guarantee. There, there we go. I got you up there. There's Tyson right there. You can see Tyson. He's got a bunch of he's got a bunch of muley sheds in the background there, and he's getting uh, beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. So yeah, everybody tuning in, just give you a little um, overview here. I'm definitely you know Guns in the 701. I was there, still part of Guns in the 701. Obviously, just gonna try something different here, kind of spread the brand out a little bit, change uh, change the name for my show. We're gonna kind of be going guns and gear and hunting, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get into some stuff that I usually don't at times. So you know, I, I love I used to love fishing. I don't much anymore, but I'm gonna have some guys on talking ice fishing, some guys doing some waterfowl and. But uh, my first, my first love, my favorite thing to hunt is is mule deer, and Tyson's one of the best mule deer hunters that I know, and he's got some monsters we're going to talk about. But before we get into anything, Tyson, why don't you give us just a little little background on yourself and how long you've been hunting, where you grew up, and and um, you know why you like mule deer? Oh yeah, there's a lot of reasons I like mule deer. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've been hunting all my life. You know, my dad started me out when I was a little kid. A lot of bird hunting. <clears throat> I was yep. always riding with him deer hunting. Carrying a BB gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrying a gun since I was probably three or four years old. Um, I don't know. I just took a liking to it. And, uh, you know, I grew up south of Golden Valley. Beautiful so, country down there. Call home there. and I've just been hunting my whole life, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah, awesome, man. And Golden Valley is a great Mercer County's awesome period, man. I love that. I love it back there. Yeah, Tyson, he's uh he's south of Golden Valley and we and well, I mean I didn't grow up exclusively there, but our our, our farm and ranch is right north of Golden Valley, about two miles northwest of there. And so how far how far south are you guys from, from Golden Valley, Tyson? Uh close to ten miles. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and you got I mean that country down there is awesome, man. I love I love taking that way back home from <laughs> when I'm at the farm and we're done uh, having a few, uh, you know, patronizing the local establishments there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, pretty country down there. Yeah, yeah. So we got to throw a poll up real quick, Tyson, before we get in, because we're going to be talking. This, I mean, this is pretty much going to be a mule deer show. I got a poll up. I, um, what is your what is your favorite deer to hunt is what I put up on Facebook here just a couple hours ago. And as mule deer buck, whitetail buck, or either, as long as I'm hunting, as long as I'm hunting antlers. So, and the poll right now, uh, muley's leading this poll here. It's 17 votes. We got 38% of the mule deer in, in first place. Second place is either at 14, and whitetail coming in last at 13. Man, I know some whitetail hunters. That's got to piss them off, I guarantee you. <laughs> uh, the white, whitetail guys, there's, there's some white, I always call them whitetail snobs because, you know, and I'm like, bad news for you, mealies are coming east. So, but, uh, so if you had a choice, Tyson, out of those three, we're just getting like, because we can't get in any antler tag up north. You guys can down there though, right? 
Yeah, so our unit, <clears throat> we don't have strictly a mule deer take. You can either yeah. apply for 3D2, you can only apply for an any antler or strictly whitetail. Okay. <clears throat> That's kind of weird. I, I don't, I mean, it's like in, you know, why, why is that, you think? I, I don't know. Why, sir? <laughs> you know, it's now, nowadays we have a lot more muleys than we did do whitetails. So, mm-hmm. That's what's hard about that is, you know, why are we giving whitetail tags and not muley tags? It's either any antlered or whitetail. It's, I don't know. So before we you kind of got something that I want to hit on real quick before we get into the, the rest of it here. So what, what is your deer population looking like muleys and whitetails down there compared to before the EHD hit and that big spring storm we had? In yeah, the big not, not good. <laughs> I mean, we lost, you know, we had to disease back to back these and then we had what 40 inches of snow in about three days mm-hmm. two springs ago i mean we've lost probably 80 to 85 percent of our whitetails over the last three years it's they're they're gone it's mm-hmm. i mean you'll see see some here and there but and the muleys you know they it's been hard on them too you know winters have been really bad it's i bet i see you know 10, 15 years ago, I'd, I'd sit up on top of the hill spotting and I'd see over 100 muleys come out on the south side of the ridge and I'd see 50 to 60 whitetails come on the north side. And, you know, now it's tough to see 10 whitetails on the north side and probably 70, 80 muleys come up, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I would say up at our place of whitetails are almost, were almost non-existent. I mean, I thought they were basically all gone and the muleys did take a hit. But I, I will say the they hung in there better than I thought. That last spring storm kind of wiped wiped them out, you know. I know you, my dad's got that big alfalfa field just east of his place on top of the hill, and he found a bunch of bone piles there. And I did find some out in the pasture during during deer hunting, our big pasture there to the west. That you, I mean, you know what's out there. And I mean, the, I'd say the muleys were down for sure. Not like it's like I said, not like it's thought, but the the mature muley bucks is what I see and took the biggest hit. There wasn't. You yeah. know, there was one, and he wasn't, you know, probably you know, that big when I got the video of my, my, my buddy wounded. I don't know if anybody ever found him up there. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I hope somebody does because that, that's an awesome buck for sure. Yeah. Um, bad deal there anyways. But, yeah, I'm other than him. I mean, you saw the ones I got, Not nothing nothing special. A lot of three-by-threes, you know, younger to younger middle-aged ones but the does hung in there pretty good i would say we the doe population did look good but whitetails um did as obviously i posted a video not long ago we did see one decent one come by actually our pasture shack i haven't seen a whitetail out there in like two years and he come in my buddy seen him and i was like yeah you you know you maybe had too many shots of fireball you're seeing things here (laughs) (laughs) it did come up right right by us within 100 yards and he ran right back towards the farm farmstead there and and I got in a couple other ones on camera, like dink ones, you know, younger ones with weird antlers. I think that EHD definitely messed with their antler growth. And yeah, the white whiteies and mule deer, especially the white, the couple white tails that were there, they're kind of weirdos other than that one. And um, there's one on my camera. I had him a couple times, and he was big, really big, but just like really freaked out on his antlers. So, and the rubs on our caragana is right around my uncle's place or formerly my grandma's place, just unreal. And, and I know that, you know, muleys don't really rub on those, so that's white tail. So I'm kind of, I'm almost thinking next year I might put in for a white tail, but we'll see. I mean, I, I like mule deer better, but we'll see what happens. 
yeah, you know, that EHD, <clears throat> I seen, you know, I didn't really know what was going on. We seen a, a lot of muleys that were velvet into November, December, you know, all year. They never shed their velvet. And then people said that was kind of what. Yeah, well, my buddy uh, Wade Moose said that's from actually the EHD, like lowered their, their testosterone so much that they didn't actually um, shed their, get their velvet off their antlers on some of them. So yeah, he got a big article about I was I was reading up on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get more in depth on it. But, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a big mule deer guy too. And and he scores a lot of them just like yourself. But all right, so I'll tell you what, we got your hunting roots. We're getting into let's start out like uh what we're gonna do here when they drop antlers. So typically the mule deer, you know, they're done what March, maybe into April. I mean, the bigger ones, what what do you see drops them first? The smaller ones or the bigger ones? What are you thinking? It's same time doesn't matter. Yeah, I you know, I depends on health, depends on stress, you know. This mm-hmm. year probably gonna be decent on them we haven't had the you know we got the cold weather coming here that's gonna yeah get tough on them but last year i actually think i just had a memory on my phone from yesterday and today i've picked up a really nice four point and two smaller a two point and a three point last year on january what is it 10th yeah january yeah. 11th yeah muleys huh yeah yeah muleys. those are muleys yep but I mean, like I said, they were trudging through two feet of snow already, and yeah, yeah, that was brutal. So I, I, I got, I see deer all the time, like you know, where 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 they hang out in their spots, and whenever I go look there for sheds, man, either I'm the shittiest shed hunter <laughs> in in North Dakota, or, or I don't know what happens to them because I never. And my buddy's like, you just go where you see them, and they jump the fence, and I do it. And I know there's bucks here. Last year there was there was all kinds of them there. You know, I thought they were going to be around, but um, no dice. I mean, what so what kind of tips would you give somebody who, who's going to shed? Huh? Where do you look? And I mean, what do you do? Kind of like what I just said, and I'm and I do just suck at it, or what? Or I'm unlucky. No, I had I had that happen last year. I was watching a big group of muleys. And every time I went out, they were always in that same hillside. You know, they like when it's sunny out and it's cold, you know, they're betting on them south facing hillsides. Yep. <clears throat> um, last year, I thought, I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to make sure they're all shed and then I'm going in. I'm not going to bust them out, run them off to the neighbors. They're at home. This is where they want to be. And. I went in and thinking there there was probably close to 15 bucks in there. I found one shed. <laughs> and I think there was like a two, three day period in there where it warmed up and they got to moving around and they went about two miles to the north. And a buddy of mine told me, you're never going to believe it. I went in and I found like 15 sheds. <laughs> oh, no. Of course. <clears throat> they, yeah, they, I think it just kind of warmed up and they wanted to get out, stretch their legs. Just kind of went across the hills and mm-hmm. that's where they ended up shedding at. I actually found more sheds during rifle season this year, you know, you know, walking around. A lot of people think, you know, me, me and my friends and my family just sit in a hunting shack and blast them out of there. It didn't work like that. I mean, most of the time you see them, you got to go put a stock on them. And, but, yeah, walking around and I'm just like, hey, look at this, found this, found this. I actually got a video from last year um, from the hunting shack. There was a, he was a younger buck. 
and my buddy and I, last week into the season, we walked way to the south end, and a um, nice one came out. Man, I hope he, I seen he, I mean, he made it through, so I hope he lives. He beautiful five by five. But Travis passed up on him, and then I looked down, and I'm like, hey, look at that. And there was a whole, I got the skull here with the, you know, the bones. I mean, his whole body was laying there. And I looked at it, and it kind of looked familiar. I got back. I was looking at a video from last year. I'm like, look at it. Here's that buck. He must have either, I don't know, somebody, because we never seen him. We saw him for two days, and we never saw him again. I don't know if somebody shot him and didn't get a good hit, and he went and died in there. But, yeah, I, I, I got his skull now, and it's, yeah, it's too bad. Too. He would have been, he would have been, a, he would have been a sweet buck. But <laughs> I found that in, like, I don't know, five or six other sh- uh, sheds. You know, a couple of them were pretty decent, but. You know, my wife's not too happy. I put him in the rocks outside around the house. She's like, oh, I see we found another uh, set of sheds, huh? So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I got a good collection in my little man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You definitely got tons of them compared to me. it's I, I'm quite embarrassed when I saw that your, your stockpile of them. So let's, <laughs> let's get to some. I'm going to see what we got here for some comments, Tyson. We got people tuning in. We got quite a few of them here back. I think everybody's just kind of saying hi here. Like Josh Patterson says, Dave Fettig, yee yee, what's up, Dave? Brian Warner out there in Dickinson. Good evening, fellow MVE. That's right. Good evening, Brian. Waylon Turnus, what's up, Waylon? Josh Patterson, he's just not much. He's tuning in. Appreciate that. Clayton's wife, good evening, fellow MVE. Good evening, Danelle. Dan Brown out there on the western edge. Corey Merriman, hey, he's going ice fishing in Mobile this weekend. Good luck and be a beautiful beautiful weekend for ice fishing i hope you get if you got an ice castle or something anyway hey serena what's up what hey serena's tuning in hey how you doing serena guns in the seven one i'm guessing that's our my fellow buddy there clayton peterson rich johnner's coming in good evening evening bad boy custom lures brandon hey brandon appreciate you uh craig says here in iowa they're dropping already they only have white tails there yeah but craig um you probably got the biggest white tails in america down there so i'm not feeling too bad for you just having white tails uh josh patterson said he never been shed hunting the few i got i found while hunting it yeah josh i mean i went out many times and gave it my all and with this you take the binoculars and you glad man it just it, it, I, I don't know i'm just i suck at it i'm not darren fryer hello my friend hey darren Appreciate you tuning in, my friend. Uh, Willie Kist, what's up from Mandown? Hey, appreciate you tuning in here. Appreciate it a lot. First episode here, in case you're wondering. Um, yeah, just an offshoot of Guns in the 701. Uh, 701 Nation, where you talk hunting, guns, ammo, like all kinds of stuff. I'm getting out of, I got my buddy coming on. He's actually a team roper down the road, too. Um, you, you wouldn't think that a guy I've known my whole life, Tyson's a championship team roper. Because if you watch me throw a loop, you'd be like, don't ever do that again. You suck, man. <laughs> oh, all right. So anyways, what? so just a little advice, Tyson. Like if somebody's never, like Josh said, he's never um, uh, shed hunting before. Like if he's going out, he lives down, um, he believes lives down um, southwest of um, Fort Yates down there. I think I, I met him down at the Prairie Dog Tournament. What kind of like territory? You know what that's like, hilly, big ravines, kind of not as big country as you got, but what would what be your advice for somebody going out shed hunting for the first time, like wanting to find something? You know, it kind of depends. If, you know, muleys, you know, they hang in the hills. You know, they're not going to come for, you know, hay fences a lot like whitetails or, yeah. you know, river bottoms, you know, like around Mandan, a lot of river bottoms. But muleys, you know, I – 
my number one thing is probably we got a lot of that rolling cedar, that rolling, I don't know if that's the right word for it, but that, you know, those big green, you see those big green round flat cedar pockets all over the hills. Yeah. For yeah. some reason, the muleys just love feeding on that in the wintertime. You know, you'll look up on a hillside if there's snow and you'll see holes scratched out all over that that green cedar. So yep. I look for that a lot. I mean, so are you talking like the tall ones or the stuff that gets oh, really wide and like yeah, big you, round and maybe like three, four feet tall? Yeah, you, no, no, no. That lay flat on the ground. That, that, rolling. yeah, they get little berries on them too, right? Yeah, it's, it only sticks off the ground about. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cause we got some mutated ones out at our place. They're a little taller than that, but yeah, they get wider for sure than they do. Yeah. You'll just look up on a hill and you can see those round circles of green. Yep. Sometimes a little yellowish brown. I've found a lot of muley sheds in those. This land really? Right okay. Um, I mean, so what I if you don't have stuff like that and you just yeah. got like ash trees and, you know, cottonwoods or something? Just... I mean, that's. Do you, do you do you recommend like getting up on a hill and kind of glassing down where you see? Or do you want to get down in there and actually walk around and look? I do a lot of glassing. Yep. A lot of okay. glass. And a lot of like Willie just posts on there. Miles for piles. <laughs> I put a lot of miles. Me and Willie's Willie's a good buddy of mine there. We probably do the most shed hunting, me and him right there, every spring. We put the miles on. You so know, do like, you do you find a lot of sheds and like with the deer that you end up killing or people you know killing yeah. them in the fall? Yeah. You know, me and the neighbors. We always, you know, we're really good friends, all of us neighbors out there by the ranch. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I you know awesome. I a buddy of ours killed a 210-inch muley a couple years ago with his bow. I had the sheds off of that deer, a couple of them, from one from two years ago and one from the year before. And, I mean, I knew right away. I got to get them sheds out and go give them to them. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Just, I, I don't know. Maybe I have to have you come up with me sometime. And, I mean, I, I, I don't yeah. know. I think I feel like I'm scouring the place with the – with a comb and maybe, maybe they do uh, go somewhere else. But I mean, I'm seeing all kinds of, of does around. I mean, the bucks can't, I mean, do they leave the does during the, um, after the rut? So yeah, I just, they all group up one big group. They all, yeah. This time of the year you could go out. Well, what was goofy was like about four days ago, I was out at the ranch and two mealy bucks were just, completely out of their minds yet rutting nose in the air january really? january 6th i think it was 7th couldn't believe it chasing does like crazy i don't know awesome. if it, i don't know just late doe that came into heat this late but yeah all right i'll tell you what tyson 719 I'm, we're gonna do our first ad here for lower auto repair uh, this is hey 701 nation and guns in the 701 are powered by lower auto we're gonna get that. We're gonna come back. We're gonna we're gonna transfer this over in a little scouting. So you know we're gonna act like hey we're done shed hunting now. Spring, summer's coming. We're gonna get into some scouting. So so get your scout on here. We're gonna talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Lower Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. Or give them a call at 701-258-6308. 
The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Right on, guys. And, and I, I mean that if you get in there and you do some business with Doug and the boys at, uh, at Lauer Auto Repair, you make sure you tell them because, uh, hey, yeah, you can do this kind of stuff without sponsors, but um, it sure helps out when you got sponsors running. And, and um, not only that, we do uh, a lot of the gun videos that I do, gun reviews, and we're going to be doing even more. Actually, I ordered a new camera. It's supposed to be here today. I'm waiting for the UPS guy. You know, he's like the brown Santa Claus. <laughs> to bring a new camera. But yeah, let them know you, uh, you appreciate them sponsoring guns in the 701 and 701 Nation. So I got a few uh, pictures here of you. Of you. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw up here. You got one here. I seen you here. You got a big shed right here. I'm gonna put this thing up oh, yeah. right there. Look at that, man. That that. I mean, that's a huge shed. Actually, I mean, you, if you picture that on a on actual deer's head, that's a monster. Did you ever? Did you ever? Did you ever harvest this told, one? I just told you about that deer. Okay, that's the one. Awesome. A neighbor that shot him with his bow. That deer went over 210, two right around 210 inches the next year. And actually, Willie Kiss took that picture. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And uh, we got another one here. You have the wife here with uh, where was this at? This that's a great picture. I like that picture. That's a hell of a nice branch. Yeah. Awesome. That was she... Three years ago, I think. Yeah, that was a great yeah. buck. Great old buck. Yeah. 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 You got one here with the kids too. I like this one here. Oh yeah, that was a great day. Yeah. <clears throat> I actually think you were in Golden Valley that night. I think I might. You might have showed me that one at the yep. saddle store actually, but. And here we got uh, we got a winter one, yeah, twenty twenty two. We can see that that was a man. That's a tall boy there. What yeah. what that one score? You remember? Oh, I don't know. He's in the one sixties. Really? Yeah. God, he looks bigger than that. Oh dear! I think I got three sets of sheds off him here in the garage. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And then of course we got uh, we got your your beast right here. This is the one you got mounted in your house there, right? That you showed me that. No, that this I got him out to him. That's not my big, big dog, but <clears throat> no, he's in the garage here. That's Man, what, what's this one go here? Uh, one seventy-eight ish, one seventy-six something. I think he was one seventy-eight. Yeah, that was a that was an old bruiser. Yeah, this one, this is your big one here, ain't it? Yeah, that's. And this one, what 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 this one score for you? Two seventeen. Jeez, that thing doesn't even look real. That is awesome, man. It actually, Tyson, when you showed me the mount, I thought the thing looked bigger yeah. in in person than on the. I don't think that picture does him. I should have. I ran out of space for your other one, but I mean, he's got a side view of him. That that's that's an amazing. That thing is is outright amazing. So, anyway, let's let's go on here. So, what time you? What time of year? What month do you think you start getting getting anxious about going out and scouting and seeing if you're seeing, uh, you know, little antler growth, or you think you're going to see something looks like it's going to be huge? Middle of July, probably. 
Yeah, I get. I mean, I still look at them before then for really no reason, just because I like to. But yeah, July's when a guy starts getting excited, right? I'm I'm scouting all year round. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you're like me. You get a kick out of just watching deer, right? Just chilling. Yeah, and I mean, there's certain deer that I know, certain bucks I know that don't even have sheds on their ears or on their heads. You know, they got split ears or scar on their face or a double mm-hmm. throw patch. You know. Yeah. Yeah, see, you you know way more about that than me. I'm just like, hey, man, there's some dinner. I see a little, but yeah, that's and uh, so like, what do you what do you use? Like you say, you go when you're scouting, you get the binos and the, and the glass. Oh, what do you got for binos? Just curious. I just I actually got just vortex. Just I mean, the HDs or just like the. Oh no, I don't know. It's something weird. I don't know if it's my eyes or what. I would love to get HDs, but when I look through HDs, I can't see. I don't know. Really? I, I, it's just, I don't know what it is. I, I just got, I, the, my best binoculars are my 10 by 42 Vortex Diamondbacks. That's. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. I, I got like, I don't know, they're loopholes, but they weren't, I can't remember like BX4s or something. They were like 200 and. 20 bucks but yeah they've always worked great for me like what so what do you get what do you go with for a spotting scope then too you still stick with the vortex or you got vortex yeah you Uh, don't got the hd on that either no no. really yeah i you you use a phone scope or something to get close to them or you just hold it right up to the eyepiece and then i've got an older one i'd like to get a new there's either phone scope or there's a new company called on it that has a new setup that's looks pretty sweet i got a buddy that ordered one and he loves it so that's just like the magnetic one or how does that click oh, onto your yeah that's the the set on your case and it just i know i did one i talked about it on on uh, one of the guns in the 701 podcast it actually it's just like a little box and it clips onto your spot and it and it wi-fi's to your phone you don't even you just sit there and move your spotting scope and look right on there that thing looked awesome it's, it wasn't what you know, I- yeah, I'd have to go back and see what it was, but I it was I, I told myself to remember, but I didn't. So <laughs> that's quite the can koozie you got there. What's that made out of, by the way? I couldn't even. I don't know, but it's beaver must. I don't know. <laughs> so do you guys get a lot of? You got? <laughs> you guys got uh, a creek that runs through your place, or a river? Is a Heart River run through the Knife River run through there? Knife River runs out. You guys get a lot of beaver down there. You got some. We got a bad beaver problem. And I got to take care of it somehow. I don't know. <clears throat> and it's not even on the river. They're just building dams in a pasture. Really? They. This they in always... your stock dams or what? Yeah, they always were there. And they built. There's always been like three big dams, which are fine because it's the winter pasture for our cows and it holds water and it's it's great but i don't know they haven't messed around there for years and all of a sudden this this fall Mm -hmm. i was out spotting yeah they come back this fall the same in our place yeah i looked down below and there was trees tipped over and they had two great big dams built again but knocked out some big shelter for for the cows you know yeah oh that pisses a guy i mean i think like we got a bunch of trees up here anyway yeah i haven't had time (laughs) to get after them 
<laughs> yeah, I'm getting to the point where even porcupines, because we planted a whole bunch of, of, you know, saplings and whatnot out at the ranch there. And, man, they just bite them right off. And, oh, yeah. it just gets me when I, when I see them do it. Because a goddamn guy plants them by hand, 500 trees. Yeah. That's some ass-breaking work. And a porcupine comes up and snips her off for one bite or a beaver wipes out a bunch. And, you know, they got to go. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. So... So we're just getting, you know, you're scouting, you're doing that, and you get your, you're seeing some bucks going, and and bow season starts out here. Um, so what kind, what kind of bow do you run, anyways? Same bow I bought, probably almost twenty years ago. Really? Running an old PSE, and I just, I don't know, I've had thoughts of buying a new bow, and I. So the the thing with bows and crossbows, you know, I, I I have a crossbow tag that amazes some people or license, but you know that's, that's what I got. You know, too bad if you don't have one. Who I do. So uh, <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and have yourself about eleven surgeries, and you can get one. Yeah. Um, so the, you know, the the speed, everything's going faster. Crossbows, you got to get faster and faster, and and I think mine goes three eighty, and to me that's almost too fast what goes through anything like butter but so like what's what do you think the ibo is on your old pse there boy i don't know probably 320 really that good yet okay i mean that's decent i think yeah it's it's i mean i could be wrong but i feel like that's what it what it was at <clears throat> do you uh do you run the fixed blade or the mechanicals what do you just just old thunderheads i love i've never changed since the day i started bow hunting it's always worked for me. So just regular old fixed thunderhead. Do you, so for, for, um, practice, I mean, do you, do you run, do you shoot that? Do you just use your hunting, hunting broadheads too? And you're a couple shots into the target or do you just run field points? And like, I got, I just run field points. Yeah. You, you've never noticed much difference at that. Oh, thing, I've, huh? so I've, I've shot my field points and then I've shot broadheads right after it. Mm-hmm. The field points have, ran exactly the same as my broadhead so i've just tried not to tear up my targets as much right and i got with my crossbow i got i use rage mechanic i I think i'm going to switch actually but it actually comes with a nice little fake mechanical thing that and you can shoot it into target into targets like it, it works awesome i do like that about the rage but they had that little rubber o-ring that holds it from expanding that thing's just a pain in the ass when you put new blades on there kind of I, I don't know. Maybe. I oh, there it is right there. Nice. Ooh. What weight is that then? One, one twenty. Just goes through everything like butter too, right? Yeah. So how, how, what, what distance are you comfortable shooting a, shooting a buck or a deer 70. or doe, whatever? Seventy. Yeah, I got a pin of seventy, and it's pretty dead on there. Yeah. See, a lot of people think that about like my cross, but I mean, I, I, I shot at a deer once at seventy yards. I, I, actually the biggest mule deer i would ever got it went, i missed him twice <laughs> i went under him both times but at but 60 yards i'm past that and, you know a lot of people maybe i don't i don't shoot it enough but yeah i mean you, people think you can't miss it trust me you can and i thought i had a good hold both times i didn't really have buck fever i mean i've had it before but not at this at that point but yeah i'm i'm definitely i'm like you even with my crossbow 60 yards 70 you know Maybe I should practice a little more at 70, but he, he was huge, and I'm like, I got to try it. <laughs> so deservedly I miss for not practicing at that range. And uh, so what do you do? You, do you ever hunt whitetail down there too, Tyson, with your bow, or do or, um, you just go with it, whatever you see, like if a big whitetail comes, like, yeah, I'm going after him, and 
do you yeah. do you got a stand or a tree stand or a ground blind or do you spot and stock mostly what do you do when you bow hunt yeah i got a couple of tree stands set up in in the whitetail kind of areas that we have and, <clears throat> you know i run trail cameras too in the you know starting in end of july probably i'll start putting cameras do you, out do you got the ones that send you the picture right away or do you got to go pull the cards or what do you i, f- I finally upgraded to big boy status yeah <laughs> yeah yeah those are awesome man i like yeah. those i love those things they're, they're great except for when you're sitting on your phone all night so yeah yeah right wakes you up and then you see a big one and you can't go back to sleep right yeah. you started having running the serenade here's what i'm gonna get him and yeah yeah see i've i've got two deer i've, I've had a crossbow license since 2011 and I mean, I'm not, I'm definitely not as into it as you are. I'm definitely more of a rifle hunter, but I got one, the first day, actually opening season that year, a whitetail, I I was watching, you know, there was a, actually when we had a whitetail, there was about seven bucks around there. You know, looking back now, I, I probably shouldn't have, shouldn't have got him. He's never did score him, but just by, you know, looking at him, I'm going to guess 135, 137 in velvet. But it was my first one, and I I did get giddy with him. I got a, I was in a ground blind, right, and um, we still had a whitetail around for a while, and I I just like sitting in that ground blind, man. I just I wasn't done with that, and a couple years ago I got a muley, and I I spot and stocked him. It wasn't the one I I wanted. I, I had my eye on a different, but he was with the group. But um, again, I never had got one before, and he he stood up, and I was like, sorry, buddy, you're gonna get it. The other one left, and and. Uh, you know, hey, it was great, man. I smoked him. I will say this about bow hunting, man. Um, the two deer that I got, it killed them like super fast compared to a lot of rifle shots. Yeah. So I was definitely impressed with it. And and um, the muley, I actually it hit back from where I thought, but it went right under the spine, and they got that artery that runs in there. Yeah. And man, he was running. I I sprinted up. I, it was a thirty yard shot. And I got right to the top of the, the hill there and looked, and, man, it was just spraying out the other side. And I was like, ooh, I got an artery somewhere. And, yeah, yeah. yeah he went down, and it was over quick. And the the, the whitetail, I thought he went way farther, and I lost him. My dad came out, and we were looking for like an hour, and he ended up going like 30 yards and tipping over. We just didn't didn't find him right there. But, yeah, I mean, um, and this year, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to put him for a whitetail. I'm just going to – pay and, and and forward my points because i think we're gonna have a lot of family hunting out at the the ranch next year who who didn't get drawn this year and i might just take the points and and do a lot of do a lot more bow hunting so you know the good thing about bow hunting is i love gutting a deer out with just my t-shirt on and not a yeah <laughs> and not a big heavy jacket or shirt or something you know i like that kind of thing but you know so when you let's say let's say you get a deer then tyson uh what do you do? Do you, do you gut it out there or do you, do you do like the field where you just take the quarter it out right there in the field? I mean, obviously if you're going to mount it, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to do the cape, the caping of it and that, but uh, what do you do when you get one in with your bow? Well, yeah, I've gotten it out in the field and you know, it kind of all depends where you're at. I guess it's, you know, I've, I've quartered them out and packed them out before and I've, you know, been able to come in with a four wheeler or something and and haul them out. But yeah, yeah, them UTVs. That's a that's a great piece of ingenuity right there, right? Yeah, yeah. For what sure. do you got for one anyway? Ah, uh, we got for uh, side by side. Yeah. Oh, we got 
Uh, Polaris Ranger out the ranch. What year is that one? Older one or newer one? I know you sent me some videos. Like I could tell it was a Ranger, but yeah, like just got a pretty new one here. I just traded in for uh, 2022. I think it is. So yeah, nice. I got the 2020 Mule, and I don't even think I got 2,000 miles on it yet. My dad bought his Ranger in 2020, but he's got like 13,000. You know, he oh, I never. I don't need one of those things. Any guy when he's like, man, this is one of the best things I ever bought. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's how that works, right? <laughs> We were never we were never lucky enough at the ranch. I don't know why we never ever had one. All the neighbors had one for ten years, and then yeah. Well, my buddy he deer hunted with us for right here. The blind guy, him and his wife owned it, and then he, he they got some deer tags and came out, and and he had that, and I was like, son of a, you know, I I always told myself I didn't need one, and I'm like, man, I can't live without one of them things. Now it's yeah, they're nice. they're awesome. Especially built. I'm I'm talking like building fence and everything. And I got I got that mule with the extended box one. I can actually just lay the post right in there without going sideways or anything. And it's awesome. It ain't it ain't like as snappy as a mule as a ranger, but it, it's it's pretty sweet. I love it. I love it. But uh, yeah, you see a lot so, of can ams driving around. Yeah, yeah. Well, Shane said he likes his can am. So yeah. Um, so like, what if you, if you get, so bow hunting, you get a velvet one, what do you do with your velvet? Do you got like that spray stuff you put on there? Do you get it home as quick as you can and throw it in the freezer? And I always, even mine wasn't that big in my freezer. I'm like, God, what do you do if you get like a, like a booner, you know, or a, or a Pope and Young here? That's a good question. I'd like to know. <laughs> I've got one in velvet. All these no years. No kidding? All these years I've, my goal this year, there I had two white tails on camera. And I said, if they give me the opportunity, it's go time. I I want one in velvet so bad. And two days yeah. before, two days before season opened, they both shed. So, man, I never thought I'd do something in hunting you haven't done. So I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling pretty. Yeah, good about myself I was gonna tell you that earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've never got one in velvet. No, nope. because I know my buddy Andy Elliott said, uh, you know, he's got this. Blade Rain TV. He's got the stuff that you can spray right on there, right in the bottle. I've seen that Velvet Lock or something like that. It's called. Yeah, I tell you. Yeah, yeah um, I just. Yeah, I. Somebody just texted me. Yeah, Wayne, I, I am able to see it. Me and Tyson got to going on here, so I'm gonna check the chats. Yeah, I was peeking over a little bit. Where yeah, okay, yeah. So if I get, you know, I get to running on sometimes. Sometimes you just gotta say, hey man, why don't you just shut up and read some of these comments? Um, <laughs> I'm cool with that. So, all right. Okay. I miss Lynette. They're watching the new show and supporting. Thanks, Lynette. Lynette's, um, you know, she's married to to Dougie there from um, Lauer Auto Repair. Let's see here. Where are we going? Eric Newman. What are these things you call trees? We have yucca and sagebrush. Eric's down in South Dakota there. Mark Shots. Oh, shit, Tyson. <laughs> Tyson, are you primarily on private land, Wayne House? Primarily, yeah. I do hunt on public land. Okay. And Bad Boys Custom Lures, great show so far. Love the convo on sheds. Thanks, Brandon. I appreciate that, man. I'm having I'm having a great time. You know, I said we're gonna like I said, we're gonna try and keep it at 75 minutes, but you know, we're mean I'm we're getting windy, so <laughs> Willie Kiss says hi, Mark Shots. Willie Kiss, more shed talk. Tyson has stories for weeks. Hey, man, I'd love to. Guess what? Tyson, obviously, we're going to have to have Tyson back on here at some point, maybe when shed season starts. But we're just at the initial episode, we're just kind of going to run through some things here and getting a feel, man. I'm, I'm liking the feedback from you guys here for sure. 
those are some nice bucks man that's it hey they're loving it yeah oh my god look at that tyson i mean people listen on the podcast when it comes out you this guy's got a giant shit that is awesome man i love that that is freaking awesome um bad boys said finally seeing the population come back to the moffat area yeah they got hit hard there too um josh patterson my boy has a vortex diamondback 10 by 42 and he's got the 12 by 50 diamondback hd i think he can see a little better than his boy does he says and his are smaller and lighter to carry yeah that's the thing about them 50 you know uh the bell on them and the big 50s on there i had some of those and i did actually get rid of them because i didn't like the weight of those things it actually had the uh range finder in them too so Scott Becker says, love using cell counts for scouting as well. Helps to pattern early season deer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Time for Tanner to play with wood. <laughs> I know. I think that maybe I'm not sure what that means, but muzzies for the win. All right. Yeah. Um, right for those beavers. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Tanner, Tannerite is, I don't know if Tannerite, I mean, we got, maybe he was talking about uh, my, our new neighbor out there, Tanner. I don't know. though i don't know if he's listening or not eric newman says he scouts year-round but our deer in the general area year-round they don't go too far so it's not really scouting it's just making sure they're in the same spot yeah eric that's kind of with me too and on our private land and like i said some of them disappear and they end up coming back so uh he said too that deer dropping antlers down there both whitetail and the muleys scott becker whoops i kind of jumped past that comment here where was he at scott becker i missed with my crossbow this year it happened yeah it it does it does scott i mean people think they're like this um mythical um weapon where you just aim it at a deer and not look and it kills them but it's not you know i I mean i will readily admit it has some advantages over over a, a bow for sure but i mean it's not as much in my opinion as people people think it is so Josh Patterson, my boy shot his buck with a 100-grain muzzy MX3 fixed broadhead. That's right. Love it. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> Bad boys responding to somebody coming, somebody who's never – oh, maybe he's talking about himself, coming from somebody that's never killed a deer with his bow. He's laughing. Clay Peterson, Kawasaki Mule, the only way to go. Yeah, Clayton, man, I, I love my – hey, Jeremy, if you're listening, um, I'd, I'd love to have a sponsorship from uh, – from you <laughs> oh hey eric how do you take care of the valve yeah eric newman um grizz's taxidermy down there in south dakota curious about that too eric i mean if you can get a short answer velvet lock there we go he's got it right there all right um daryl soul and a couple great guys here even fellas even in daryl and daryl owns um i'm god it's escaping me the gun fruit gun up. maker and zap fruit up firearms yeah Man, if you don't follow Daryl on on um, on a social, that guy makes some kick-ass rifles. I mean, he does some great stuff there. I love it. I love I love it when he posts some of that. I think Tanner actually neighbor um, Daryl made him a six Creed. I think man, and he told me the ballistics. That thing is unbelievable. So uh, our mule deer herd ate all the yucca plants at our place last winter. That was your man Willie there. Okay, Serena said it too. Valve lock to preserve velvet. Thanks, Serena. Wayne Muth, this valve lock stuff is a thing. Wayne Muth, Wayne's a huge mule deer guy, uh, is great. A lot of taxidermists use it. Freeze drying works great if you can find someone who has one. All right. Hey there, guys. Vance Bishop. Hey, Vance. Thanks for tuning in, my friend. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. 
we're going to do a commercial here. We're going to come back, and I think we're going to get into a little – we talked about the bow, and we're going to let's get into a little rifle season here. I want to talk about, about your rifle hunting and what you're using for a for rifle because I know you upgraded, didn't you? Well, you changed. I don't know if you upgraded. You can tell me if you upgraded because you yeah. went from a 7mm mag to the 7mm PRC, right? 6.5 PRC, yeah. 6.5. All right, so we're going to play the ad, and we're going to be right back after this. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. All right, right on. And I just got a picture here from uh, Alan up there at the saddle store. He's got the velvet on. He must use a velvet lock on that. Looking good, man. Looking good there. I'm, I'm going to have to get some of that stuff, I guess. Yeah, so I I'm going to bow hunt, you know. I don't I don't have a freezer that big anymore. To, and I plan on shooting, like, you know, like a 230-inch one with my bow. So, <laughs> Like a lot of my plans, though, Tyson, they never come to pass. So, you know how that goes, don't you? Oh, yeah yeah so all right let, let's kind of go go ahead i'm sorry i've missed some great bucks i don't know what that was yeah i've missed some big deer with my bull yeah i yeah like i told you the one i missed um make it short i saw him i got out in the dark and i saw him coming and i was like i'm gonna intercept him right over here i know he's gonna come through this you know this little uh ravine here and yeah, he, he beat me to it, and I, I thought it was going to work out perfect and looked up, and there he was standing right on the top just, just staring at me, man. So it uh, he busted me. Hey, Brianna, how you doing? <laughs> She's tuning in, too. Appreciate that, Serena. Yeah, yep, Jamie Allen just sent you a text. Got it, Serena. I think she was down here. We got some – I don't know if somebody's trying to click in down here. Or what's going on? Nope. All right. Anyway. Yeah, how's it going for you, anyways, Tyson? Is it my am I boring you? Does this suck? What are you oh, thinking? Great, yeah. I just, <laughs> I'm enjoying the I'm enjoying the hell yeah. out of this, man. I love talking <laughs> I to you. How long we've been live? I thought, holy crap, feels like ten minutes. Or- yeah, I told you it was going to go fast, man. I mean, Tyson's not just a great hunter. Tyson's just a, he's a great guy. He's a, he's a quality human being, man. I, I I enjoy talking to you. So, all right, rifle season. So, like we were talking before we went to the commercial there, Tyson, you. Um, you had the 7 mm mag and then you went to the what was it i got a tika 6.5 prc okay what made you what made you decide to go with that i don't i don't know the wife was getting into hunting more something a little lighter something a little easier for her to you know start out with and And what what grain bullet you going with on that thing then uh, 143 grain hornady eldx yeah and so how many deer have you have you got with that uh four four or five I've had it for three years now how do you how, how would you compare that to to the 7mm for killing power i mean 
same, better, yeah. worse. I, Definitely it, less recoil been, on it. For yeah, sure, it's right? been perfect. It's it's the wife has killed more animals with it than I have. <laughs> really? Yeah, she's yeah. killed three deer and an antelope with it, and I've killed two deer with hey. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got some catching up to do then. I, yeah. Either that or she can just have it and you get yourself one, right? That, that, yeah. So maybe hey, she, maybe have uh, Fruit Up build you one. Yeah. I could talk to Daryl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, what kind of, uh, you know, rifle season? I've used a bow season too, obviously, but the rangefinder. You use a rangefinder at all, or what, what do you got? Or you got like the scope with the rangefinder or the binos with it in? Or? No, I just got a Leopold rangefinder. I think it's up That's to, what I got. I think it's up to. 1500 yards i think it's a pretty big one but yeah 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 i had the old one and then it, it malfunctioned and i called loophole and then the guy on the phone there he was just like uh, yeah you know what we don't you know we, we we don't fix those anymore because mine was so old and he's like you know I'll, I'll sell you one at actually my less than my rebate and i work here so it was like the 1600 ti or whatever that measures the inclinations and oh yeah yeah, it was like a hundred bucks. I'm like a hundred bucks, yeah, deal, buddy. Just and I mean it it was it was such a step up even from my old loophole. It's just like instantaneous. And, uh, yeah. It uh but yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't hunt without a rangefinder anymore. And and I've had surgeries. I went from the you know, three hundred wind mag, um, three oh eight and I had a three oh eight for years. I went down to the creed. I probably could have I probably could have stuck it out with the creed. The reason I would go down in um in my in my chamberings i got a six five but it's a grand l now and um i like to shoot a lot even if it's my my hunting you know my deer hunting rifle which a lot of people you know i mean if you're a good shot you're a good shot which i'm but i just like to shoot it a lot so i i, I just couldn't handle shooting three four hundred rounds a year of grendel or creedmoor anymore so but you know that's, that's the way it goes but yeah i mean i limited myself with that to about 300 350 yards now but you know i see, like, I see josh just asked what scope i was running on the six five there you go uh just got a leopold uh vx what is it vx3 does that got the turrets or the or yeah. the drop reticles okay first just, focal plane then? yeah just yeah i didn't go too crazy with it but you know i I've got an app on my phone, mm -hmm. I range and, you know, range 600 yards, go on the app with that, you know, with these 143 grain Hornady's, <clears throat> Hornady's got an app for it, mm -hmm. punch it right in there and dial it up. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I know, um, you know, I've used some of those scopes. Some things are, they're flat out amazing to me how, how accurate they're once you run them over the chronograph or whatever. I mean, you get all the all the bc and all that dialed in that that's freaking crazy i know tanner came down him and his dad and i think his dad had a 7mm prc and put that thing at 800 he shot man i want to say like a seven inch group at 800 yards it was pretty awesome but let's get all right we got a few more daryl said he's got the reamer for it. he's ready to roll yep <laughs> yep yep all right, my buddy Casey L. I work with him, knowing him most of my life. Biggest white-tailed deer like I ever saw bow hunting. I couldn't figure out why it busted me in the stand, and I looked up, and the whole tree was shaking. <laughs> I need a hundred-year-old oak if I want to hunt out of a stand. He got buck fever too much. He had the whole thing shaking. I, I think he might have told me that before. Uh, Josh, yeah, he said them are nice. I got a vortex on my deer rifle and my sons. 
Yeah, I, I mean, all of my scopes are second focal plane. I don't, I don't have a free. I, I rarely. I mean, if I shoot past six hundred yards, we got steel hanging out at the at the farm. But if I shoot past that, it's one of my buddy's guns with the. You know, my buddy Rob actually has one. He wanted it's a Quigley Ford on a seven mm mag, and and at eight, honest to God, truth, eight hundred yards. Um, with that, you know, we had all the drop it was to a thousand, three shots right in, right in the milk jug. I thought it, we thought he hit it once and missed. We went out and then he had three, you could see the three entrance holes in it. And I was like, well, I guess you don't need more than that. That's pretty freaking awesome, man. It's just like a Tika T back when guns are even, even cheaper, you know, just a regular old Tika with the light barrel. But yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. Oh yeah. That's this Tika I got is so light. Yeah. It's crazy. I know my buddy's got one just like here's my uh, Levi. He's got, but he's got the Creed. I mean, it's got the same stock and that. Like you got the um, uh, the fluting in the barrel on yours too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's awesome. What do you use for what do you use for a varmint rifle then? For coyotes and prairie I got dogs and that. Seven hundred twenty two fifty. Perfect. Yeah, I mean twenty two. You can't. I mean, you can't beat it really. Two twenty three is cheaper, but yeah, for ballistics, twenty two two fifty just hammer time. It's after some, all right, okay, all right. Clayton texted me here. Some he had some horrible tech issues on Rumble. He's got it back up and running. All right, tech man Clay, appreciate that, buddy. Because <laughs> I can I can't figure nothing out on that Rumble stuff. But so when you do your mounts, do you do your own? Um, you do your own euros. You clean out the skull and skin it and do all that. What what's the procedure you do for that? Yeah, I do my own euros. I just got a turkey boiler and. Don dish soap. That's... Oh, you boil them out, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Clay set her up on Twitter now, too. Awesome. X. It's X, Clay. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I've never I've never actually like cleaned the brains out or none of that with the power washer. And I mean my buddies just give me horror story. But I've definitely boiled, you know, I I had I got it around here somewhere, the big kettle to boil them out. And but yeah. uh you do do you do any other own taxidermy stuff or you just you don't do full heads or none of that. You're just no. the euros. My that's my cousin. I got is it, cousin does that? Yeah. Who's your cousin? Uh, JC Stefan. <clears throat> he got just does it out of his house, or he's got an actual business. He's a yeah. He's got his own business. Yeah. He's go ahead and drop the name. What's the name of it? I don't even know if he has a name for his company. Just old, old cousin JC. He's yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if he has a. Well, if you think of it, by all means, bring it up. Yeah, he's, so, uh, you yeah. you do you make all your own meat, or what, or what do you do with it? What do you do with your deer meat then? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I don't get too crazy. I just love having a burger. I mean, I got three kids. Oh, you just grind it up into burger like it's like. Our, it's, yeah, I make jerky. I try to make a little sausage. I'd like to get a bigger smoker. You know, I just. What do you got? Just a little, like an electric one or something? A small. Oh, I got my Traeger, but yeah, I got a pretty big size Traeger. But I mean, you can't. How many pounds can you smoke in that? If you did like maximum. Uh, I think I can do close to five pounds. Of, you know, a strip jerky at a time. Oh man, yeah, I, I, yeah. I got like a king size one. Okay, uh, there's Tanner right here. He's six yeah. five PRC seven MMs are too big. He said, "All right, whatever that thing was, Tanner. I think actually, I think his dad's was it Tika, just like yours. Actually, now that I think of it, that yeah, I'm almost positive that's what it was. But um, Wade says, tell the story of eyeball Tyson. LOL. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right, let's hear it. Now we got I was, hear I was boiling a skull with him one day, and yeah, I had an eyeball explode. Hmm. And it, that, that, that's a real tasted, thing. Huh? Yeah, it tasted good coming off the muscle. <laughs> Oh, got you in the face. It's like the movie in the face. Yeah, I tried plucking an eyeball out. Ooh, what Jesus spoon? What do you got to get in there with? No, I kind of, I always kind of, you take a knife, you know, a smaller knife, you could circle around that eyeball. And I went to take a pliers and I was trying to pull out and I was squeezing a little too hard. <laughs> it blew up right on you. Took a face full. Yeah. Squirted you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, Josh says uh, you got to try canned venison. Yeah, I yeah, I do, Josh. I can uh, pressure can a lot of – even my my sausage, I just put it in there and, and uh, can it. You, you do any of that? A little bit. I've tried it. I'd like to get into it more, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I've done that. Even like just the stuff you make patties out of, I just stick that in there and do that. And you can just take it all like a cracker. And, man, that's, that's awesome. I, I love doing that kind of – potatoes, I mean, I can't – I actually want to do a, a whole show on that kind of thing. My buddy Marty, he's a, he kind of got, you know, my, my, you know, your grandparents always did it. My grandparents did it. And, and I kind of learned how to do it. And then Marty taught me the ways, but I mean, that's going to be another show. I'm going to have him on. We're going to talk about it because I love canning all kinds but, of stuff, man. It's, yeah. I've been trying to pick my mom's brain a little bit. She, yeah okay josh says uh brad veith turned him on to canned venison i can most of my deer meat now yeah yeah and i've known brad for quite a long time i met him years ago working at wilhelm and he's a big bow hunter too i don't know his daughters are um doing bow shooting competition i don't know what do you guys call that you're getting you, your kids into that tyson shooting and the in the bullseye competitions out and you only get a 3d yeah right you go around you shoot the animals and i know he's always over he's always posting bull pictures They're, his daughters are awesome with the bull. so is my buddy mike moss's kids well i got we got too much other stuff going on <laughs> <laughs> you're doing all the sports stuff now huh yeah <clears throat> all right i tell you what we're gonna do we're gonna do one more commercial man and we got about 15 minutes we're gonna we're just gonna kind of what, what do they call it when they just get up on stage and rap and just do whatever they want the open mic Open mic, yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> there you go. We're gonna come back. We're gonna do about 10, 10 15 minutes open mic here. So if you got anything you want to hit on Tyson, when we come back here, let's do it, buddy. At Lawler Auto Repair. They're located at three hundred nine South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. Or give them a call at seven zero one two five eight six three zero eight. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Yes, sir. Thanks to uh, Doug and the boys at Lauer Auto for sponsoring not just Guns and the 701's live stream, but also 701 Nation. Tyson, I got one for you right here. We were in a hunting shack years a couple years ago, and my buddy's kid was like, "Yeah, yeah, mule deer. They're 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 way slower than whitetail." And I'm like, um, "Don't be so sure about that." 
So we looked it up, and I think a lot of people probably believe that, right? That a mule deer is slower because they kind of bounce around like big, big jackrabbits and, until they really want to hit the jets, right? They kind of lope around. So I looked it up again just for tonight. And, and what do you think the top speed of a mule is? 30 something, maybe? So the top speed and, and verified. It could be a little faster depending. 35 for muley, whitetail 30. So fast for muley, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, the muleys, the muleys are faster for sure. And because I was like, man, I've seen mule deer when they want to, they can up and haul ass big yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. You know, I don't, I don't know if, and they, they said neither one of them can sustain it for that long, but I was kind of like, eh, I mean, I've seen them like going over the hill like three miles away going, they're still running faster than hell. So, yeah. <laughs> Wide open. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you about. You're going to do, uh, you're scoring a big buck contest this weekend, right? Where and when's that at? Yeah, Saturday. I mean, great weather, but. Well, yeah, perfect. Saturday. It'll chase people in to get the crowd going, man. Hopefully, yeah. Saturday we'll be in Hebron. Yeah. So how many people, actually you had a picture of that I was going to, I'm going to put a picture of it because I think you sent me one. Was this, was it, I'll put it up here. Yeah, that was, uh. That was last year's. Yeah, that was last year's. Who's your, who's your friend there? Uh, that's Devin Miller. Okay. Yeah. We, <laughs> that's some monsters there, man. So what's the one the, the one you're holding up high? What's that score and the one Devin's holding there? What's that go? Oh, Do you God. remember? I, I think that one I'm holding up high there was pushing 230. Oh, my God. The one Devin, the, the one I got in the middle there, I think, was close to 210, 220. And the one Devin's got was 200. I think they were all over 200. So the big one there, you said maybe 230. Where was that shot at? That was up north. <clears throat> I believe north. That, that I mean, a, secret, super secret location, like I by Minot or no, Williston? I, I don't know. I probably don't want to say it. I don't know. if the guy Yeah, north's fine. I got you. No, I got you. Not, but, yeah, it was up north, you know, north. God, that thing is unbelievable. Yeah, so yeah, that what time is that starting? Where's that going to be at, Tyson? I, mean, I know you said Hebron, but what? Yeah, what Hebron, what... I think we'll be scoring from two to six central t central time. Uh, it's just at their their city hall. They got they kind of rebuilt a nice city hall here the last few years ago. Yeah, yeah, we me and Devin there, and Devin's dad Chad. And it's usually either Devin's brother. or... So what do you guys score them with? Do you just do the tape, or do you got the raculator, or what do you use? Oh, we scored the Raculator. Yeah. Okay, so like a lot of people, I shouldn't say a lot, but some people have told them they don't think that's quite as accurate. What's your opinion on it compared to a tape? No, they're they're as accurate as a tape. So have you seen this deal? Somebody, I seen it on Facebook. I think it was somebody who follows our page, and they sent a link to it. Um. Uh, that you, it's a scanner. Which, and I'm in the dental industry and we can scan, the dentist can scan stuff now and, and send it to us. I don't particularly work in that exact part of the lab, but you can scan the deer right in the field and it'll score that thing. And they're saying to within like one one thousandth of an inch of scoring this thing with the scanner. And then you can like 3D print like a little, little freaking toy of your deer, like a perfect match and set it on your... Yeah. The scanner was like a thousand and I think the 3D printer was a thousand, but I was like, man, I don't know. I think that might be a that might be a pretty sweet investment. You can make a little clone of somebody's deer. There's like a this. there's a 
there's a company that just started here. Yeah. I, I don't know where they're out of, but yeah, they're, they're sweet. They're mini mealies. It's called. You just, you take like, I don't know, just, you know, have your deer there and you take 50 to a hundred pictures all the way around it and send mm-hmm. it in. And yeah, they create the identical. Yeah. That's what this scanner, I mean, this thing, you just literally just go around it and it scans it and it, it's crazy. It's crazy. I got to get this. We got to, I got to get this design thing off here. Hold on. So we're covering our, we're covering our faces here. We can't yeah. have that. Can we? <laughs> Great picture, but yeah, yeah, it is. That's really good. All right, here we are. All right, let's get to a few chats here and then uh, let's see. Yeah. Hebron's on Saturday and then actually cart will be scoring. Carson is next Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right, let's see here. Willie says, let's see a mule deer shed show and tell. Hey, that sounds good to me, man. I'd I'd love to do that. Darren says he heard Marty will be at Flash's place on Saturday selling his stuff. Okay. Um, Clay said somebody sniped in his guns in the 7-1, said I never got lucky enough to get him. It says Molly, muley take. Man, I'd like to hunt them. I don't uh put the big buck contest flyer up all right clayton hold on he loaded it up see clay clay can do all this on the fly i cannot mike michael o'deacons who is now hosting with clay on guns in the 701 wednesday night live stream and on fridays on mitchell in the morning says he's never gotten a muley tag would be sweet you yeah you want yeah i'd love to do that deer deer action figure thing that's exactly Wayne Moose said, awesome bucks. Whalen Turnus, where's it at in Carson? Did you mention that, Tyson? I spaced. I, it's just their, I don't know if it's their city hall or what it is. It's just kind of their. Okay. Kind of right when you come into Carson, you turn off the main road there, and it's their, it's kind of a big. All right, I'm going to throw up this flyer here that Clayton uploaded for us. Let's have a, let's have a look here, right here. Oh, that's Carson's there. Okay. <clears throat> okay. January 20th, 2024. Great country. I see. I got a laptop, man. So it's hard for me to read this. Grant County Fairground Building. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you got? Prizes are as follows. Can you read that, Tyson? Yeah. Prizes are mule deer will be first place, five hundred bucks. Second place, three hundred bucks. Third place, two hundred bucks. And they're giving away a twentieth place is a twenty gauge, and then the average is getting a two twenty three. And then youth division, first place is two hundred bucks. And uh, second place is 100 bucks for youth, mealy and whitetail. All right. Well, Clay yeah. said Trampus Brenner sent that to us, so appreciate it. They got Blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, if I could put this up. we My buddy Wayne says this is a buck he scored this fall in Alberta. This, this thing's unbelievable. I, I can't. <laughs> Wayne, that's crazy. That thing, That thing is crazy, but. All right, Tyson. You got any? You got anything? Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, like I said, Friday, Clayton and uh, Clayton and Deacons are going to be on Mitchell in the morning, eight fifteen a.m. Central Time, five fifty ninety nine point seven, and on iHeart. And all right, hold hold on here, Clay. He said he wants me to email him this picture, but and of course, Clay's going to, going to uh, he'll be multi streaming that to our Facebook. Uh, Guns and Seven Ones Facebook, YouTube, and uh, and all our other social media outlets here. All right, Clay, <clears throat> hold on a second here. I'm going to try and 
I'm going to try and send this to him here quick while I'm. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to email it to you, Clay, because it's distracting me too much. But I sent it to you that way. <laughs> He'll try and get it up. Um, and Saturday, there he is right there. Right? He popped on for Saturday. Like I said, I'm, I told Tyson, I'm going to be on with Dakota Prairie Outdoors with Scott Bachmeyer, 8 a.m., God's time, central time. That's when I'm going to be on with Scott Bachmeyer, Dakota Prairie Outdoors. I don't know what Scott's got in store for uh, for us to talk about, but but I'm going to be on with Scotty. It should be fun like it always is with him. And um, other than that, um, Tyson, you got anything you want to add in here, bud? Like oh. I said, it's open mic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Willie, Willie keeps asking for a shed show and tell. I showed this one. Yeah, pop some of them up. I showed that thing. Yeah, that thing is, that's man, that's crazy. And how many years ago did you find that? Oh, probably six years ago, seven years ago. Oh, man. Hey, Shiloh, good evening. Shiloh Kilber's tuning in there. Said, good evening, Shiloh. Thanks for watching, buddy. Appreciate you checking in with us. Yeah, all right, Clayton. Clayton, Clayton likes, he's uh, ghost mode in us. I don't know how he does that, but that's why he's the master blaster of the, of the restream site here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, uh, you know, I'm going to plan on doing like a predator show. I might actually see if uh, Tanner wants to come on because he's a, he's got all that fancy night, 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 night hunting gear there. He's got, um, I don't remember what it's what he calls it but that thing is freaking awesome he, he showed me some video of that and he actually did uh he did our euro mounts this year of course did mine and my dad's and uh and my buddy travis's so did a nice job on that mine had the skull busted out because it was going it was running away and i shot and i thought i missed but i didn't but uh, the, the bullet was a was a failure on that deal for me but the shot place man i was pretty happy with, with where i was putting my shots where i was aiming but uh yeah can do that like i said do a sausage making show and some other things and man it, it was great having you on here tyson i oh, mean yeah I, I definitely could go on for a lot longer appreciate everybody tuning in here and um, i'm not sure if this is going to be i'm going to do start out doing these 701 nation live streams i'm going to do tw twice a month i don't i'm it's not fixed on on thursday nights either it just worked out good. And I gave some days for Tyson and this one worked out good, which I'm cool with going, going, um, any <laughs> there's to do a cooking show. Scott Becker. Great show boys. Appreciate that, Scott. So Josh, Hey Josh, appreciate it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So Clay is not going to, he's having issues with his internet. Yeah. I'll, I'll email you that picture, Clay. So next Wednesday, when you come on, throw that picture up for, for Wayne, that, that thing is unbelievable. And Wayne, I have been reading, Wayne dropped me off. He's got an article, and uh, I didn't even know he was a author for this, but you ever read Bowhunter Magazine, Tyson? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. All right, well, if you see Wayne Muth's article in there, Wayne is uh, Wayne, Wayne, Wayne wrote an article in there. He's got some in Dakota Country here. Um, nice job. I read this one in the Bowhunter Magazine. It's about uh, antlers start to finish, how, how, they, how they start out when they lose their antlers and they grow, and it's a lot of information in there that, unfortunately my brain can't maintain for a whole show and i tried to write a bunch of it down but that's, um, that's how it goes hey willie kiss awesome show well thank you willie appreciate you tuning in willie wants a shed show maybe that's i'm hey and and we can i can tell you this much tyson we can we can go anytime we want and do it we don't have to we got to fix shows but we can do 
we can do anything we want on here. You know, you got the camera. I got one. I mean, you, I don't have too many impressive sheds like you yourself, but I, I'd love to. We come over to your place and do a live. Actually, I can just log in on on restream yeah. and and we can do a live show and we can talk about your sheds and and uh, have some coors lights i think that'd be a hell of a good show actually oh that's about 10 out of the 200 hang yeah you got a pile of them. plus you got a bunch of sweet mounts in there so I, it's it would be fun Let, hey it's winter time this is prime uh live streaming season yeah for uh and, and in case you know we're gonna clay's gonna download this on RSS, we're going to have a podcast of it. It'll be on iHeart and pretty much every every other podcasting platform there is. So if you get that and, and your buddies with Tyson or, or me and you enjoyed the show, go ahead and share that with somebody else. And uh, I'd appreciate that because we're going to we're going to keep doing it. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to do a lot of I do. I love doing the shooting videos more than anything. I'm more of a I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm definitely a passionate guy about hunting, but shooting is I love to shoot um testing rounds out and chronograph and everything and shooting groups and shooting out like i said five six hundred yards just seeing how something goes but i got plenty of videos like that up on our our youtube and facebook if anybody wants to check those out so and uh appreciate a hey liking a subscribe or whatever and to share something so seems like hey mark shots great show variant thanks appreciate that man i let everybody's hey yeah i ain't gonna be able to do this without the support appreciate tyson coming on man tyson's always got uh, great info daryl great show thank you daryl great product you're putting out there at furred up firearms actually i said i bought uh bought some primers from there my dad actually went over and picked them up when had a big shortage and he got him in i think he sells powder and and all kinds of stuff there Ax, axel hondo what do your deer shed show for growth there what are your deer sheds like if you get a he's asking like if you get a shed what what would the growth be the next year if if you'd see the deer like let's say if you've seen one it was yeah, 160 like one, inch one deer, probably 140 the next year 145 so I, like, I don't know i always i always kind of kind of think like 20 20 to 25 inches depending yeah, yeah your wife's on a great show guys thanks melanie appreciate it? appreciate you watching <clears throat> Bad boys, good listening while I'm painting. All right, man. I'm glad we could, because painting sucks, Brandon. I'm glad we could help you out, buddy. I said Jamie needs to grow a stash like Tyson. <laughs> I actually had used to have the Montana Tough guy, the upside down horseshoe. Yeah, yeah. I think my one of my grandmas thought it was pretty cool, and my the rest of everybody was like, "Not you, dude." Maybe I will. I'll tell you what. Maybe before we do another show, I'll see what I can grow here for you. I tell you what, Tanner. I'll do it if you do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway what do you uh he was out in our place hunting coyotes here a couple weeks ago he he's a coyote him. hunter man that's what i said i'd like to have tanner on and do a coyote hunting show because man knows well, he's not only a good, great deer hunter he's a hell of a, a predator hunter as well so oh brandon said he was actually painting his he's because he owns bad boys custom lures oh, and yeah. you guys are listening and you like uh you got any idea for custom lures? Um, look up Bad Boys Custom Lures on social media. He'll get you going. <laughs> there you go. He said, I'll do a show if we grow the Tyson stash. All right, man, start growing it. Let's do it. Let's, let's get it done. I, I'm usually a baby face. So, Mark Schatz, he said, Tanner be a good guest. His family seems to shoot a lot of nice deer. Absolutely. Tanner's got a lot of nice deer at his place, so. And, uh, hey, I don't know a lot about bow hunting, but I'm definitely open to, to 
like talking to you about it, Tyson or Tanner or anybody else for that matter. Clay and I had uh, John Armand on talking about bow and crossbow, and it was a pretty good show. So, anyways, with that, man, I guess uh, we just went one minute over 75. Just like that. Um, again, Tyson, appreciate you coming on. Had Thank fun you. doing man. It went super quick, just like I said. <laughs> and um, again, Friday Friday morning, 8.15, Mitchell in the morning. Catch um, Clay and Clay and Deacons doing Mitchell in the morning. They're on for about 45 minutes. And every Wednesday night, 6 Mountain, 7 Central, Guns in the 701s live streams there. And keep checking back on all our social media. I mean, it's cold now, but we're throwing up shorts, just, you know, shooting stuff or glass and deer or whatever we're doing. Um, any kind of um, any kind of animals, but once it gets a little little warmer out, or, or the wind doesn't blow, at least we'll go out and do. Uh, Dougie and I are planning to do something next weekend for some kind of cold weather shootout at the gun range. So, Whalen Turnus, good show, guys. Thanks, Whalen. Appreciate you, Josh. Thanks, man. All right, Tyson. I guess uh, that's it again. Thank you, sir. Um, I'll be talking to you. I'll be talking to you soon. And um, you know, let's let's have some Coors Lights and. Let's get that shed show thing going. I'm gonna start working on that on that Tyson Tyson stash, man. Thanks, man. All right, fun. all right. Thank you, sir. Thanks everybody for listening. Appreciate you. We'll see you in a couple weeks. I'm gonna do this every two weeks. Um, just like I said, check out the social media. I'll let you know when it's gonna be. Maybe it'll be Thursday. Might be a Saturday. We're a lot more entertaining than some of these NFL playoff games are gonna be. <laughs> all right. See you, Tyson. Thanks, man.